Shall we lift up our hands to God this morning and thank him? Let's praise him. Let's magnify his name for all of these amazing testimonies. He's the doer. He deserves all our praise and all that glory. Why don't you lift up your hands to him and bless his name this morning? Let's thank him some more. Let's praise him. Let's magnify his name. And now ask the Lord to speak to you this morning by his word. To meet you at the very point of your need and change your story again. Begin to give him thanks for answered prayers. Father, we give you praise and glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Father, we thank you this morning. We slept and we woke because you sustained us. Accept our thanksgiving. For all these amazing testimonies, to you alone be all the glory. We decree they shall be permanent. This morning again, speak to us by your word. Our hearts are opened. Give us understanding and give us grace for performance. We thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. The louder and believing, amen. amen. Please, you may be seated. Put your hands together for the Lord. I'm sure you can do better. It's for Jesus. He's worthy. Praise God. Praise the Lord. I'm more than a conqueror. Congratulations. Since Monday, in our covenant hour of prayer, the subject we have been considering is captioned, we do not beg for a turnaround in the kingdom. We do not beg for a turnaround in the kingdom. Let's say that together, everybody want to go. From this season, begging comes to an end in your life. Very importantly, it has been established that serving God is a vital requirement to accessing the blessings of redemption. Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Psalm 34 verse 10 Bible says, the young lions lack, they suffer hunger, but they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. And that's talking about you. So it's very clear from the word of God that serving God is the master key. Is what? Is the master key to accessing the blessings of redemption. The blessings of redemption are there, available to every believer. However, it is not accessible to everyone. It is only accessible to a group of people. It's available. Yes. But there is what is needed to be able to access it. You know, there's a world of difference between when something is available and when it is accessible. When something is available, it simply means it is present. It is what? It is present. But for it to be accessible simply means you are able to reach it. It is reachable. Something can be present but not within your reach. Simple example. 
Go to any bank. Money is available, isn't it? But the fact that the money is available does not mean it is accessible by you. There are certain requirements that you and I must meet before we can access the money that is in a bank. And there's also what determines the volume of what you and I can access per time. Praise the Lord. If not, anybody that wants money can go to any bank and just pack it. I'm sure nobody here will ever try that. Else, before you take one, two steps, they've landed you up on your way home. That's not you. So, it can be available, but not accessible. It's the same thing with the blessings of redemption. They are available to all, but accessible to only a group of people. And this group of people are the ones who engage in kingdom stewardship. You will not miss your portion. First example we want to look at this morning. Number one, we do not beg to be enthroned. We serve our way to what? To enthronement. We do not beg to be enthroned. We serve our way to enthronement. You shall be enthroned. Can I hear believing amen? I say you shall be enthroned. Matthew chapter 20, beginning from verse 20, gives us a very, very vivid illustration of this. Talking about the mother of Zebedee's children. Then came to him the mother of Zebedee's children with her sons. That means three of them came. How many of them? The mother and the two sons. They came worshiping Jesus. And you know, with worship, you can gain access speedily. And desiring a certain thing of him. What were they desiring? And Jesus said unto her, What wilt thou? And she said unto him, Grant that this my two sons may sit the one on thy right hand and the other on the left in thy kingdom. I want to assume that when she came, she already had one to her right and one to her left, illustrating to Jesus how he should please them. Amen. But Jesus answered and said, you don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink of the cup and be baptized with the baptism? And they said, we are able. Let's go to verse 23. Look at what Jesus said. He said unto them, You shall indeed drink of the cup and be baptized. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared of my Father. So there are certain positions prepared for some persons of his father. And who are these people? Let's go on and see verse 25. Who are the people for whom these places are prepared? The Gentiles exercise themselves 
and they that are great exercise authority upon them. 26. It shall not be so among you. Whosoever will be great among you, let him be your what? Minister. Verse 27. Whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. So these places are prepared for servants. They are prepared for who? They are prepared for servants. You can imagine the situation of the mother of Zebedee's children. I want to believe she came with the passion of a mother. You know a mother for anything, among other things, is passion. You find out in her request, she did not even make a mention of any place for herself, nor the father of her children. Both of them, she had no request for them. Because of the passion of a mother. Every mother wants her children to be greater than her. So imagine her come with this passion to Jesus. This is my only desire. One to your right, one to your left. As for myself and their father, don't even bother. Just take care of them. And look at what Jesus said. Even in her passion. It's meant for those who are in service. There is no other lesson that can be so vivid, so simple for every one of us to understand. Enthronement, therefore, is your birthright. It's your word. Say with me, it is my birthright to be enthroned. Say it again, it's my birthright to be enthroned. Say loud, amen. However, it will only become accessible through kingdom stewardship. And I'm sure that we all understand that enthronement in this situation, in this context, is not talking about having a big chair and sitting on top of it as a chief and a king in the physical territory. Rather, it's talking about a position of authority a position of dominion, a position of saying it and seeing it, being in control. That's what the Bible is talking about. Therefore, as you continue to engage much more than ever before, beginning from this moment forward, every situation that you have been begging, in quote, before, to submit to you, they will begin on their own to submit willingly to you. Every situation that has been turning you around and controlling your life and destiny from this moment forward, you will gain control. Say me, I shall gain control. Louder yet. Say like you believe it. Say loud, amen. So shall it be for you in Jesus' name. If you have been begging sickness before, begging poverty before, begging for promotion before, from this moment forward, the story is changing for the better. Number two, we do not cry to prosper. We serve our way into growing realms of prosperity. Prosperity is available to all, but it's accessible only to those who engage in kingdom service. Not only prosperity, but growing prosperity. Thank God wherever you are right now, you are prosperous. 
But where you are is still very far to where God has in store for you and I. We shall get there. Psalms chapter 35 and verse 27. Look at what the Bible says here. Psalm 35 and verse 27. Let them shout for joy who favor his righteous cause. The Lord be magnified. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. God takes pleasure in your prosperity. Job 36, 11, if they obey and serve, they will spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. Talking about pleasurable prosperity. That will be someone's portion from now. No more scratching of the bottom of the pot. Malachi 3.17 The Bible makes it very clear The same thing in Malachi chapter 4 When the earth is burning like an oven And men are saying there's a casting down For those who are engaged in kingdom service They will begin to say there is a lifting up That shall be your testimony Prosperity with pleasure Becomes your portion from today As we round up Let's Always remember, God is not looking for who to rob. God is not a robber. Say me, God is not a robber. He is looking for who to enrich. And you are one of them. You shall be enriched. I say it again, you shall be enriched. Remember the testimony we heard this morning. Second testifier. Look at what happened. God supernaturally stepped in and turned the tide in the positive direction against the enemy. Story changed permanently forever. You are the next in line. Say me, I am the next in line. You keep hearing other people's testimony every time. The world must hear your own. And the time for the world to hear your own is now. You shall not miss it. Please rise upon your feet right now and lift up your voice to the God of heaven. Receive grace to serve acceptably to the point of reward. Lift up your voice to God. Lift up your hands to him. Grace to serve acceptably to the point of reward. Receive it right now. Praise the Lord. I'm more than a conqueror. Congratulations. Amen and amen.